It's time to unify and simplify the IT world. We are here to do that one podcast at a time. I'm Steve. I'm McKay. And welcome to the Interchange IT Podcast. McKay, how the heck are you? I'm all right, Steve. How are you? Good. I was on my um, on the last podcast I used to be on. Uh, my guest host would always say, "How the heck are you? How the heck are you? How the heck are you?" That's what he'd say every single time. So I felt like I needed to do an homage. Did he sound like Don Knotts and the shakiest gun in the West, like you no, just he, did there? He sounded like, "Hey, Steve, how the heck are you?" Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's offensive. Well, it's true. Yeah, Gabe, it's true. How do you think he feels about that impression? Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll ask him. I guess I will ask him. So you noticed this uh, this week, Steve, that there's uh, been a little bit of a tide turn from our mutual sort of one-time hero, Mr. Elon Musk. I know. And what? he whoa, is... Whoa, 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 whoa. Do not characterize him as my one-time hero. Your current hero. He's still a hero. So he um, tweeted he... out... He that, makes a uh, self-driving semi-truck. That's true. <laughs> Fair point. That um, he just randomly, out of the blue, that he was going to take his public company private, and he's already secured funding, and it's done. And the valuation of that funding is higher than the current valuation on the public market. So stocks went up like nuts, and then they suspended trading. Yeah. Because... That's an automatic trigger. Yeah. You can't, uh, you can't do that. Well, no, it's any time a stock moves too quickly in one direction. Right, but if people impute a value, like if they say, hey, the stock is actually valued at this because we have private funding, you can't do that. And so his, his uh, so there's talk that like, okay, is this, did he break some law? Was it just a regulation? So there's actually like an investigation going on against Mr. Musk. Um, but I think he might have jumped a shark here in the last month, right? Like the thing in Thailand where he yeah, like, he was helping out. The the only thing I'll, I'll give him in Thailand, he, he called the British diver who saved the kids a pedophile for yeah, no reason. That was that was uh, uh, presidential. <laughs> that is actually Trumpian. Like that's literally something yeah. Trump would yeah. do. Listen. So anyway, so Musk after the whole Thailand incident, the whole making fun of the British diver incident, now he has perhaps broken federal law. When were those tweets sent? Uh, Tuesday, I think. But like, are we talking wee hours of the morning? No, it was like one in the afternoon. See, I, I maintain that uh, Elon is on Ambien. <laughs> and so you're just making excuses. So if he does something good, it's his genius. If he does something bad, no, oh, he's on Ambien. No, no, no. I, th- I think it's still his genius. Um, but I think that shuts down people. That shuts down people's filter in the middle of the night, right? So. Uh, one one Christmas, my brother-in-law, who uh, gave us all, everybody got a giant, like, one-gallon bag or two-gallon bag of Marshmallow Lucky Charms, like the Lucky Charms from Marshmallow Boxes. Yes. Because he bought a pallet worth in the middle of the night while on Ambien. So he had a pallet show up of these marshmallows. <laughs> That he bought on Ambien. I think the word Ambien may mean cocaine. Uh, possibly. So I am uh, just found an article here about from in Fortune magazine about how um, Twitter could get Musk in trouble. So essentially they said 
Twitter's never gotten anybody in yeah, trouble. Right. There's two things that he potentially is doing wrong on Twitter. So back in 2014, Tesla said to the SEC in an official filing that they can find um, information about Tesla's corporate earnings and business on Twitter, therefore making it a public um, tool of record in order to communicate disclosure agreements, announcements, etc. So there's certain policies and, and, and uh, well, disclosures and, and warnings and things you have to give right. every time you release that. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Sure, sure, sure. So they're saying that, that because of, of Tesla's filing to make it his Twitter like this formal entity with the SEC, so he could legally say stuff like the stuff he said, they also then are breaking law in two ways. Number one is what you just said, whereas if you're going to make it so you – you can't have it both ways. You can't say some like formal thing about the valuation of your business and then not have those sort of other formal things. Mm-hmm. And then also because it's a formal um, um, publicly traded company and a formal communication entity for that publicly traded company, you can't block people. And he's blocking tons of people on Twitter, especially after, you know, the British pedophile joke. Yeah, that was a bad joke. And so you can't do that. So long story short, our friend Elon... He's in some serious doo-doo, I think as the it, kids say. If anybody is this, which kids? Uh, yours. No, my kids wouldn't say that. <laughs> my kids would say, he's in crap, Dad. He's in crap up to his neck. Oh. So if your children fell into a, an outhouse toilet, mm-hmm. so they're camping, mm-hmm. there's an outhouse. We've all been in there. Yes, unfortunately. And your kid falls in. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's seven feet deep, maybe. Mm-hmm. And he's sinking slowly. He's got about 10 minutes to go here. Dad, I'm up to my neck in crap. I'm up to my neck in crap, and he's sinking like a movie yeah. in crap. I think there's a 50-50 chance that I let him sink because I'm not going in there. You're a great dad. Maybe a rope, some sort of long <laughs> long stick that he could grab. But I, am I jumping in? Uh... uh... This reminds me of a scene, speaking of racial jokes, out of Blazing Saddles, <laughs> where, the, where the main character is sinking in the, in, the in the quicksand, and the guy comes and saves the horse. <laughs> Blazing Saddles. So I don't know. I just thought of that. All right. So Musk, you're still in on Musk, though. Yeah. I'm not. I'm out. Show me. A, you're a Fairweather fan. I'm out. Show, show, me, show me a single CEO that hasn't said something or done something that, that is... That could get him in trouble, or our CEO. Okay, bong sound <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> um, Although I think that was hilarious, and keep it up, Steve. We love you. Yeah, our CEO. <laughs> um, there's lots of CEOs who don't do stupid stuff. Okay, lots still, of them. Still, still waiting. Tim Cook. Ser- Apple. Seriously. Yeah. Well, let's name him. He got rid of the headphone jack. He what? He got rid of the headphone <laughs> jack. <laughs> I'm not talking about dumb product decisions. Plus, I, I freaking love my AirPods. So I, did, I, got I do those. too, but I want to be able to put in a headphone jack without looking for something called a dongle, which goes <laughs> back to our pedophile and racist. But why do you need, why do you need, I don't know, we're not going to get into your random uses of tech, because you're a techie and I'm not, so. Because look at the headphones that you're wearing right now. I can't, look, they're on my ears. Well, look at the end of them, the nope, jack. I refuse. See that right there? It's right in front of you. Yeah, you want to be able to do, use these headphones in your phone if you want to. Without having to go... Find, buy a dongle. Buy or find a dongle. Now, I prefer my AirPods. 
Yeah, I do too. I have some Bose headphones that I use when I'm traveling. Oh, look at you. You do too. I've seen you use them. <laughs> because nothing says don't talk to me more than a set of Bose headphones. <laughs> Seriously, if you see somebody in an airport with Bose headphones like waiting in a line, you're like, okay, that guy clearly wants no one to speak to him. Yes. And my wife was wearing the very headphones you're wearing right now on a flight, and someone took up one of the, picked up one of the ears and started talking to her. Hey. Hey there. It, it, the, air, the airport and the airplane, um, that's the word, mm-hmm. airplane. Yes. They're very, that's why you go to the airport. Yeah, that's why you attend the airport is to ride on an airplane. They're very interesting. Um, it's an interesting dynamic because you, it is weird. Like I flew back from Asia last week. Uh-huh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yes, yes. And two long flights. Flew to Singapore. So Salt Lake to Seattle, short flight. And then Seattle to Tokyo, long flight. And then uh-huh. Tokyo to Singapore, long flight. And so you're sitting next to someone. Right next to them for eight plus hours. Yes, and you never speak. It's actually kind of weird. It is like I'm, but I, I, I like don't it want them way. to talk to I, me. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I. But it's very. It's a. If you think about it, step outside of the social construct we've built. I'm waxing very poetic today. Yes. Yes. It's very strange. So, I've I've had. I can remember the last conversation I had on a plane. Um, one terrifying. One was cool. Oh. Uh, this woman sat next to me on this flight, and she goes, uh, so let's get this out of the way. My name's Ruth. Oh, jeez. Like, oh, no. Here we go. Uh, and I said, got him pocket so abdila. Pretend you don't habla ingles. Well, yeah, I said in Creole, look, I don't understand what you're saying there. <laughs> oh. And then she's like, I hope you don't mind. There's an empty seat back there. I'm going to take that one. <laughs> Pagan problem. No problem. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. It... So I think, um, I think, though, that whole airplane situation is just odd. It's a very strange dynamic. Well, airport used to be a place, when I was in high school, we used to go out to the airport and people watch. Right, you can't do that now. No, you can't. You get do, away. you get arrested. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. People watch at an airport, you're going to federal prison. Yeah, I think, I think the dynamic of it, I mean, it used to be a place, a gathering place. You used to go and... and Welcome people home, all these things. Now it's just getting get out. You go there to get on a plane. They're building a new airport here in Salt Lake City, though. I know, brand new airport. It'll be done in like twenty eighty seven, late twenty eighty seven. I know. No, it's supposed to be done uh, mid twenty twenty, so two years from right now. I didn't realize how small. It just hadn't occurred to me how small our airport really was. It's so tiny. Yeah, it's such a tiny airport. It serves like twelve times more passengers than it was built to accommodate, or something. Yeah. It was built in 1968, and they've literally done very... And they added the international terminal. That's it. Well, and there are times, two too. gates. Have you ever seen this when you go to get on your flight, and you look at the security line, and you're like, oh, it goes back a ways. And you look back, and it's through... It's all the way back to the parking lot. Yeah, that's a bad deal. Yeah, it's a bad deal. It's a really bad deal. So, a uh, little Apple news. Okay. little Apple news. Uh, Apple's trying to generate its own content. Of like course, Hulu as everybody is, Netflix, Netflix yeah. Hulu, Prime. Yeah, there will be the day when like kids will be like, so tell me what was this CBS you talked about? It is crazy to think about that, how like we grew up in the age, you're how old, Steve? 40. You're 40 years old. Mm-hmm. So you you have many, many memories before the internet. Oh, yeah. So I remember being probably I remember going 10. to my first website. Uh, there you go. Kodak.com. Kodak. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> that's awesome. I do love that's the first that one. That makes me laugh. We we literally got out the New York Times and we looked for an ad that had a website address so we'd know where to go. decided to go. Because we had no... Like, well, I just remember new. being on the internet in high school and being like, there's not that many sites. I've been to like f- my five sites and that's all. Like, yeah, I've I'm been done to the with internet. my internet. Yeah, I've done the internet now. Yeah. I've done that. So I'll move on to something else. But I remember like the early days of dial-up, right? The, the oh, yeah. <laughs> And then it would, then uh, I remember downloading Napster songs and it would take 65 minutes to download one song. Oh, yeah. And my dad yelling at us because he didn't realize that I had monopolized the phone line for the entire evening. Or, yeah, or what you do, what I'd do is I'd wait till everybody went to bed and then I'd line up my queue to be downloaded at night. There you go. Legally, of course. Of course. Um, of course, I think statute limitations on anything Napster is well over yeah. at this point. If we get arrested for downloading Napster songs when we were 12, yeah. the government has better things to do. Yeah, like build a wall. And <laughs> But oh I used to gosh. queue this stuff up all at night, and my dad actually got a separate phone line just for the internet. That was like a big deal. There you go. That's a huge deal. Yeah. Because then you don't have to – you can still take calls from your lady yeah. while you're downloading her mixtape. It's exactly right. <laughs> and then burning her a CD. See, I still remember making mixtapes the old-fashioned way. Doing tape-to-tape recording? No, 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 because you didn't have the tape. You're listening to the radio station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, this is I'm song. Putting, up, putting the recorder right up to the speaker? Yes. Oh, gosh, This yeah. is the song. And then you hope that you get click right like soon enough, but it's always like halfway through the first like oh, verse. <laughs> Seriously, that's right. So anyway, Apple is is generating content, and uh, they just um, gave a straight to series order, which is like skipping pilot um, for a half hour scripted comedy show uh, to be set in a video game development studio. The interesting thing is actually sounds kind of funny. It does sound kind of funny. It gets better. Uh, did you ever watch FX? Have you ever watched that channel? Yeah, of course. What did you watch on that channel? The Americans. Okay. Love the Americans. Uh-huh. What else? Um, what else did I watch on that show? The League was on that show. Was the League on, on FX? The League was on FX. They have, they own all the episodes, they own like all the rights for the Simpsons. Yeah, I'm, I'm pass. Um, I don't know what else. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. I don't know if you ever watched that show. No. A little silly. They're the writers. Well, there you go. So it's. I get a feeling you'll be tuned into this. I think it'll be fun. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. So big news this week, and I want to spend some time on this, Steve. Um, and I don't necessarily want to get into the politics of this. I'm just interested for thoughts. I think on... I know where you're going. Yeah. So I have so another f- bit of Apple news. So Facebook. Oh, go ahead. Apple confirms. Oh. That the Infowars app will not be removed from the App Store. So this is exactly where I was headed. Yep. So, yep. Yep. I could tell. So YouTube. We've been doing this podcast long so enough. long. I could tell by yeah, we're almost headed on to a yeah, we're not quite to a year. We're not yeah. actually that close to a year, but we're no. getting there. So um yeah, so Facebook, um, YouTube, and Apple all removed Alex Jones content. Not necessarily InfoWars content, but Alex Jones like personal content pages. Sometimes some InfoWars content on YouTube. So the question is number one. And this is a legal question, then the answer is clear. Is do private companies have the right to do this? The answer is sometimes. The answer is essentially yes. No, well, if I would say this if they've written in the terms and conditions, you know, okay. the, yeah, the, the sure. user agreement, which any company will now. 
Right. Then, right. Yeah. I mean, if somebody went on our, we have a community for customers, and it is an extremely vibrant community. I mean, we have like millions of visits a month to this community page. Mm-hmm. And if we had someone in there who was um, fomenting some sort of position, right? If he, if he, if this person was being rude to other people in the community, or if this, if someone was going let's in be, there let's, and let's, let's be espousing all, crazy are, conspiracy are theories. Are we all agree? Like the earth is flat? Yeah, like that. Um, are we all agreed, though, like stuff like racism, no bueno? Yeah, of course. Okay. So we, we can, let's point to that. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if someone if, went to the community and was racist, right. we would just be like, no, you're not in our community anymore. Right. And we'd probably go, call the account manager for that company that's our customer and be like, we don't want to associate with this person anymore if he's at your company. There you go. And, so, and But we would point to specific examples, too. Yeah, of course. This is what they said. This is what they did. all that stuff. Yep, all that jazz. Yeah. So we would kick them out of the community. So private businesses, generally speaking, assuming it's in their terms and conditions, of course, right, right, right. have the absolute right to remove people from platforms that they control, run, etc. And if they want it to be a left wing or a right wing or an absolute center website, they can do whatever they, they can want. Do whatever it's they private want. business. Yeah. But here's the question where I think it becomes really interesting is if you're um, YouTube... Apple, Facebook, etc. Let's say it's just Facebook. Let's just take Facebook as an example. Okay. Do you think Facebook sees themselves, and this is a larger question, but do you think Facebook sees themselves as a, a simply a conduit for people to share and disseminate information? This is this is the conversation we had before. A publisher. This, are they in, or do they have any what horse in the race of the actual content, or is it simply we just provide the phone system and people can say what they want on the phone. The issue I have is they want it both ways. Okay. Expound. I will. Please. Uh, they want they want the the freedom for people to come and, and if, if they want an open gate and let people do whatever they want because it's the phone system. So if they want to be the phone system model where it's but, like the phone system doesn't care if you and I get on the phone and have this crazy um, Earth offensive... Let's go with Earth is flat because that's not offensive to anybody. It's just dumb. It is dumb. I'm going to say it right now. It's dumb. Um, the phone company doesn't care. Right. Right? Um, so on the one hand, they want to be like a phone company. On the other hand, uh, they want to then go and police people. My concern is... Um, with, with some of these companies. And again, you're right. If Facebook wants to do whatever Facebook wants to do, that, that's fine. And when people build their business model around being on Facebook and YouTube, I'm sorry, you're at the whims of Facebook and YouTube. Sure. Right? Um, I do think that the companies have a responsibility, however, when they kick somebody off to say, you were kicked off because you violated this, 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 and here's the examples. Okay. Um, and I don't think that they do that. So you think Facebook, for example, using the Facebook and now you're going mm-hmm. down the road with Facebook a bit here. You think that Facebook um, is trying to have it both ways, meaning that they want the freedom to be able to say, we're just a dissemination platform. Therefore, we are absolved of responsibility when someone does something crazy. Mm-hmm. But we also buy content 
they do, right? Mm-hmm. You're seeing more and more documentaries. Like Tom Brady's six-part documentary was aired exclusively on Facebook, right? They now have contracts in place with some college football conferences to show like tier two football rights. So they are getting into the content. See, you will business. be able to see BYU play. <laughs> Shut up. So they will. They 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 are getting into the content business. What you're saying is they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah, yeah, and that's my issue. Um, fine. You don't like things that Alex Jones says. Uh, you don't like what Mother Teresa has to say. Okay, fine. Uh, no more Mother Teresa posts on your on your website. True that. Right? But then you are aware. Then you are saying, I know what people are posting, and I am going to police that. So you need to police that evenly. And it puts a whole lot more responsibility on your shoulders. You're going to start policing stuff. That's the concern I would have if I was at Facebook headquarters today is that... I'd much rather go the phone route. Right, because exactly. They have now taken a very clear step into policing content. Mm-hmm. Now, they can... I think the stuff they're doing of deleting accounts without friends, deleting accounts that are associated with like foreign known criminal entities, like great. I think they can absolutely do that. I, I'd keep the foreign known entities. I wouldn't. You know why? I wouldn't. Because I'd say, okay... Uh, FBI and Homeland Security, guess what? Here you go. There's a foreign known criminal. Right. Monitor it. I, I'm sure they do that. But you know what I mean? Like, leave it. Yeah, well, I'm sure they Honey left a ton, it. and I'm sure they do that a ton. But but I guess... I guess oh, you're you, right. Then once they step into this arena... Then they need to do it for everybody. Yeah, and that's, that, that's the challenge, right? So, like, I don't necessarily... Like I said, they, they're probably coming. They do what they want. Um it's just now they have set an interesting precedent for themselves. And this is the first time people are taking Alex Jones seriously. Right. He in, wasn't even in the news, right? No. And then all of a sudden it's like he's everywhere. And it's like, oh, yeah. Man. And, and let's be honest. Like if you found yourself saying making a point and you heard Alex Jones make a similar point, wouldn't that make you question your point? <laughs> it would. <laughs> I mean, it would. Yeah. I, so and then let's go to Google. So Google owns YouTube. Uh-huh. Similar thing with YouTube. They've they've, well, they've banned... had a bunch of problems. There are a bunch of legal battles right now. Well, because of content, right? Because they right. said, well, c- they don't want nudity on YouTube, which I get, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a there's a lot of definitions there. There's a lot of definitions in terms of what content they will say or won't say can be on YouTube because YouTube has been a platform that we know terrorist organizations have used to recruit. Sure. So. Google suddenly is in this situation where they clearly have made down, they've gone down the road way farther than Facebook has yeah. in terms of policing content. Well, the, what they'll do is they'll, before deleting stuff, they'll demonetize it for some of these YouTubers. Right, right. Right? And you get these guys, like that guy who went in the in the suicide forest. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, yeah, I get it. He's stupid. Um, I don't know that I'd demonetize him. And he's just stupid. He's going to lose viewers. Yeah, that's But, if, that, but that, if that's yeah. your policy, it's your policy. Right. Right, where where I have a problem. No, but here's where the question when it comes to Google though, because Google owns YouTube, but obviously their most important property is Google Search. Right. Well, the thing that's always struck me as crazy about Google is that they can, they could kill a company or an industry, at a in a whim, right? Like that. If if they just decided tomorrow, I run my team runs the website at Avanti. If Google just said, you know what, we're not going to show, we're not going to serve up Avanti search results anymore. We're just not, for whatever reason. Well, guess what? We're in some trouble. Right. Any company would be, right? If, if Google just stops serving up your content. Well, we could always go to Webcrawler. That's true. Or Alta Vista. Uh-huh. Or Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. I forgot about Ask Jeeves. 
So, but it is crazy that the power that Google wields over industries and companies and the global yep. economy. Yep. And I think generally, they've actually wielded this power really quite well, considering the power that they have. My, Would you agree? Yeah, and I think that the issue generally tends to be, uh, and and they're actually pretty good. So I, I put up a YouTube video uh, on my my personal YouTube channel. Grant, granted, you had no pants on in that video, right? But I blurted it out. That's standard, though. I blurted it. No, it was, it was my kid's swim team, their, their swim team video. <laughs> and I got some royalty-free music that I used. Uh, actually, this is the... I, what I'm thinking about is an Avanti event that we had in Atlanta. Um, we went and helped oh, at the right. children's you did shelter. The zone, you did the drone video, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, for the For the Atlanta children's shelter. And I posted this video, and I used royalty-free music. And someone comes in and says, oh, I own this music. And I said, oh, no, you don't. And Google's like, okay. You're, you're, at first, they, 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 they nicked me, and then they said, no, you're good. So really? I don't have to have ads run on it because I don't want ads run on that. But I think that, um, you know, I, again, my, my issue is I, I heard a story about a, a, a right-wing commentator. Like him or hate him, whatever. He's a comedian. He uh, YouTube reached out to him and said, "Hey, you think it would be useful to advertise on our on our platform?" And so he said, "All right, well, let's look at what it'll look like." They did an ad for him. He put it out there. He posted it just like they said to do. And the ad that YouTube created, this is according to uh, the the commentator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the ad that YouTube created, they marked as offensive and took down. <laughs> so I guess my issue is, um, you just just be transparent. Just be transparent, and we don't need to know the secret sauce of the algorithm. Although I'm sure you would kill for that. I would love that. But when it comes to policing content, just let us know and and apply the 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 rule evenly. Yeah, that's fair. If someone's being racist against you know African Americans. And someone else is being racist against Asians or white people. They're racist. Period. End of story. Right. Just so just be consistent. That. Yeah. So um, switching subjects one last time here. So yeah. your team, Steve, your team is in charge in the U.S. anyway of calling on leads that we get into the company about IT, right? That's correct. So I'm curious, anecdotally off the top of your head here, and we've talked about this, what are the um, topics that people are interested in? Are people interested in IT security right now? Are you seeing trending up in ITAM? Mm-hmm. Are you seeing, seeing trending up in ITSM? Like, what, what trends are you seeing in terms of topics that your team's talking about? I always think it's interesting on the ground. It's one thing for Gartner to publish like a research report. Yeah. It's another for your guys who make, you know, 15,000 phone calls a week or something. Right, right. Who actually know the trends. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, Gartner. We love you, Gartner. Offense intended, actually. Gardner. Uh, Gardner. If you don't return my calls. Um, <laughs> don't return my calls. All right. So uh, in terms of what is my team uh, interested in, um, my team is, well, they hear a lot of stuff. Uh, patching is always, always big. Always big because it's such a time suck, right? Um, yeah, people are spending 20, 30 hours a week some, or a month, I guess, sometimes doing patching, and we can make them... We can automate that in like an hour. Right. So that's Maybe. that's a big one. And it's easy for us to have the conversation. And so um, people, you know, we, we get a lot of that, right? Um, the next one uh, is surprising. 
we get a lot of people ask asset management has uh really gotten popular. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. People are asking a lot about asset management and what's going on there and they want um they're downloading stuff and, and talking to my guys. Asset management's probably the number number two right now. So um, would you say patch and security related stuff? Yep. Then asset management. Yep. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What about ITSM? Are you seeing that? Yeah, because we saw especially... huge increases in that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, are you still seeing those increases? Yeah, we are, especially um, when it comes to kind of the help desk essential stuff. Right. So we have kind of a small business, not small, medium, <laughs> medium sized, mid sized business. business, and we just opened it up and so opened up this floodgates. People are like, well, what about me? Does that work for me? Right. And so. Yeah, yeah. Because in the past, our ITSM product was essentially for like true enterprises. Yeah. And we developed a, a sort of medium-sized business tool. So if you have what five hundred or more employees, yeah, three hundred something like that, that you yep. can uh, you can get asset. What is it called? Service desk essentials. Service Help desk essentials. Help desk. I'm essentials. glad that you know you know our lead digital marketer. Seriously. Yeah, I'm genius. Um, so yeah, that's that's interesting. That's really interesting. So are people calling you guys asking about that, or as you guys talk to people, are you guys bringing it up? How does that we're doing work? a little both? So we have uh, my SDR team. Uh, if you download a white paper, my SDR team will be the ones that reach out to you if you're in the United States. Um, you uh, go to a corporate event, mostly likely to be one of my SDRs. So that's if you want to talk to act to Steve Ayer, like actually speak with him, you should do one of two things. Number one. Just come to the office in Salt Lake and say, hey, can I talk to Steve Ayer? Yeah, yeah. And then he'll just walk downstairs and talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally look over the top of... Like uh, this railing. He yeah. sounds like an evil billionaire right now where he like looks <laughs> over the... Just like walks to a big railing. <laughs> um, or you could actually just go to the website, download like a white paper, have someone from his team call you, and then just be like, hey, can I talk to Steve real quick? Yeah. And he'd talk to you. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll forward you up to McKay. Yeah, I'll talk to you too. I yeah, don't care. I don't care. I'll talk to you. That's awesome. All right, cool. Any other trends you're seeing that you we should know? Anything that you're like you've seen interest in in the past that is kind of dying off? Like we've talked about Windows 10 a lot. Are you uh-huh. seeing that die off? Are you seeing um, interest in um, that spikes? The Windows 10 it kind of comes in ebbs and flows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, really, I think that people are starting to to gravitate towards this unified message of. Wait, so you mean that these tools can all work together? Yes, we do mean that. That's what we mean. That's exactly what we Unified mean. Unified IT. So don't go to other vendors. Just come to us for everything. Just every single thing. Everything. Steve needs to buy a new drone, too, so that'll help him. I think I'm droned out. Are you? Yeah. I mean, I want the Inspire, but like that's... I'll tell you, after a podcast with you, I'm droned out. Wah, sure, you, well, wah. you keep droning on. I do. Sorry. All right. Anything else you want to bring up? Uh, yeah. What? Uh, my new toy. What's your toy? Oh yeah, so you got a one wheel weird one thing. Wheel. Yeah, you're gonna break your femur on that sucker. Maybe, but I'm gonna have fun doing it. So it's just this giant one wheel. It looks like a wheel you'd see on like a. It's a go kart wheel. Yeah, it's a okay, a go kart wheel. So it's probably what six, seven inches wide. Yeah, it's like a skateboard with a go kart wheel in the middle. Right, one go kart wheel. Yeah, yeah. And Steve rides around on it like he thinks he's awesome. Cause I. He's not. I am. And it's electric. Yeah. So it just... So it's it's good for the environment. The balance on it, though, is problematic. Well, it's it, when you're standing still, yes. 
it's much easier to stay balanced on it once you get going. There's a 100% chance that if I did that, I would break something. Yeah, there's also 100% chance that if you did that and you broke something, I'd be sitting next to you laughing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Steve snuck into my office yesterday under the cover of darkness, changed my wallpaper and my lock screen. Not true. The light was on and someone didn't lock his computer. That would be me. Yeah. Hashtag IT security. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Chris Gettle. All right. Uh, I think that uh, this is a little bit of a rant cast. Yeah, this was weird. Um, this is the first episode we have without Erica here. Yeah, so Erica, just so everybody knows, is going to be moving to the UK and working out of our office there for a year and then come back. I know. And uh, I don't know how I feel about that because we, we like Erica. We give her a hard time, but she's actually fantastic. And you know what we need to her. do? Let's give Erica one last round of applause. I was going to say one round of applause. I was going to like, Erica, why don't you say your piece on your way out? Like, say Let's what you want to say and we'll say, see you Say what you want to say. You ready? Erica, come up to the microphone. Okay, let me readjust this. Okay, and uh, Erica, uh, this is your chance giving you the mic to say exactly what you like to say to the people Get of the world. Get some stuff off your chest, you know? Yep. Ready? Well, that was offensive. That was. That was. I'm just shocked that she went right into what the kids are saying. Yeah, no. Right? I mean, like, to say that about little kids. I, I Definitely um, bar soap material. Yeah. I, the two things that really concerned me about that was, number one, just the string of obscenities. Yeah. But number two, like, she said that about her nephew. Yeah, I know. You know? I know. And then, and then also... The thing that she said about Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> yeah. You, there's two people in history you don't mess with. That's George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. And she just did a obscenity-laced takedown of Abraham Lincoln. And how do you hate Sandra Day O'Connor? <laughs> right. Exactly. How do you hate Ellen DeGeneres? Anyway, we're yeah. sorry, everybody. Sorry. We apologize. We'll, was... we'll work on that in post. Terrible. But uh, reach out to us. Um, you can still – Erica's still – because the internet's worldwide. You may not have known that. But the internet is worldwide, so she's still working with us. Uh, you can reach us and her uh, interchange it podcast at avanti.com. Uh, you can connect us on, on Twitter and the Instagram at interchange pod. You can find McKay at uh, McKay S. Allen on the Twitter, and I'm at Steve Error. Really creative, I know. Um, and then our HR department had one thing they wanted me to pass on. Oh, we really want people to come work here with us. <laughs> I don't care if they do. Yeah, well, so much that... Steve cares, I don't. They've, like, put a bounty out for us to go get people. Yeah. It's... The market... Job market is so blazing hot right now. <sighs> Hashtag thanks, Trump. <laughs> that, um, yeah, we're, we, we need uh, new people in the building here. My goal with this whole Trump thing is to get people generally not knowing if I like him or hate <laughs> him. So, Trump, thanks for the economy. We appreciate it. Hashtag thanks, Obama. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else, Steve? Um, send us your letters. We want to hear more feedback from people. So we're getting some, but nothing to I actually want to hear less. I don't care what you say. Send your hate mail to McKay.Allen at Avanti.com. <laughs> Directly to my inbox. Directly to his inbox. All right, everybody. And uh, with that, everybody, uh, good luck, and we'll talk soon. 
Change IT podcast is brought to you by Avanti, a software company that helps you succeed in every aspect of your job, including operational IT security, asset management, service management, and supply chain management. Find out more at Avanti.com.